I'm Jody Whites, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. I am Jody Whites, your professional and life coach, making sure that your life is nothing less than spectacular. I have on the show today, Jen, Jen Drummond. Hi, Jen. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, I'm excited for this show. This is going to be so much fun. Agreed. Yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about Jen. Jen Drummond is a mom of seven, successful business owner and world record holder as the first woman to climb the second highest summits on each of the seven continents, she now spends her time inspiring others to create a thriving business and lasting legacy of her own. She shares her story and strategies for success through her book, Quit Proof, Seven Strategies to Build Resilience and Achieve Your Life Goals, and her Seek Your Summit podcast, programs, and signature talks. Wow, Jen, it's like nothing stops you, right? Now, yeah, have you always been so focused on achievement? You know, I don't know. I mean, I definitely am a goal setter because it keeps me motivated and focused and heading in the direction that I desire. Um, even when I go to the gym, if I don't have something I'm training for, I'm like, what do I do here? <laughs> so for <laughs> right. me, I need to have that focus. I, you know, I would say after the car accident in 2018, that should okay. have taken my life and didn't, wow. it definitely reinvigorated me and said, okay, there's a whole bunch of things that I, I want to see and do and accomplish in this world. And I don't know when I'm going to leave, but I sure know that I have today. So I'm going to make the most of today and try to get as much into this life that I can. That's that's great. And I hear the enthusiasm. Now, how did you get through the car accident? Um, it sounds extremely serious. And I know when we're in pain, it's not the easiest to put one step in front of the other. Yes, true, 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 true. So the accident was, um, I hit a semi and I was trying to get out of his way and he was bumping over a little bit at the same time. So my passenger side hit his trailer back and I ended up going end over end three times and then rolling sideways, um, ended up in the median. I remember being like, okay, well, I think I'm still alive because everything sounds like this world still. <laughs> so <laughs> right. a guy pulled back the windshield and he was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And then I'm like, okay, he's talking to me. Am I okay? I'm looking at his face. Ooh, I don't know if I'm okay. That facial expression does not look good. Ooh. And I was too afraid to look at myself. Yeah. Um. So I closed my eyes and I wiggled my fingers and toes. I'm like, 
I can feel my fingers and toes. I can feel my fingers and toes. Those were my first words. I can feel my fingers and toes and I'm okay. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to stay with you until the ambulance comes. So he did. And I went to the, I went to the hospital. I got checked out. I was released like within hours. Oh my we didn't see word. any problems right then and there. Um, I did end up having to go back because the seatbelt put pressure mm. on a breast implant, which then sliced it. Mm. And so then I had to, I mean, I tease about it now because the accident's over, but I got a new lease on life, a yeah. new car and new boobs. So like, <laughs> what more could a female ask right. for? <laughs> right. Well, I, I'm going to take a step back here and say, what more can a female want? Um, <laughs> you are connected with mountains and you're connected with summits. Um, and I'm assuming that the accident or maybe even before the accident put you on that pathway. Tell me more. Yeah. So I had moved to Park City in 2015. So that was my first introduction to mountain living. Fell in love immediately. Mm. Um when I first got here, I went to go climb a mountain in Jackson Hole called the Grand Teton. Yeah. Absolutely loved that experience, but I had seven kids. So like there was no mountaineering <laughs> that was going to be going on anytime soon. So right. I just kind of kept it in the back of my head. Like when kids are older, I want to do more of this. And the car accident, which should have taken my life and didn't, um, all of a sudden woke me up to all the possibilities of things that I wanted to do. I'm mm. like, Hey, I'm not going to wait till these kids get to college. Mm. I'm going to start living now. Mm-hmm. And so what are these things? Like, what's my bucket list look like? Where are all the places I want to visit? What are the foods I want to try? What are the things I want to do? And uh, climbing a mountain was on that list. And so I remember, okay, my birthday was coming up in 2020. I was turning 40. And I said, you know what? I'm going to climb a mountain for my 40th birthday to launch that decade and do something significant. I asked some friends that were big into mountaineering. Hey, if you could climb one mountain in the whole world, what would it be? And the general consensus that I got back was a mountain named Ama de Blom. Uh-huh. So Ama de Blom is located in Nepal. It's in yeah. the Himalayas. It's the Paramount Pictures logo. It means the mother's necklace. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Like I'm going to climb Ama. Well, then COVID happened and I'm a stay at home mom with kids doing homeschooling and all this other kind of stuff. No mountains in sight, but my son was struggling with this math homework. I'm like, listen, buddy, we do hard things. Like you've got this. And he looks at me and he goes, if we do hard things, why are you climbing a mountain called I'm a dumb blonde instead of a real mountain like Mount Everest? <laughs> I'm like, first Aww. of all, it's Ama de Blom yeah. and it is a real mountain just yeah. to let you know. But you finish your homework and we'll look at Everest. So he finished his homework. We looked at Everest. He went to bed. And then I thought about it. Like, why not Everest? If Everest is the biggest, most grandest thing I could possibly climb in his eyes, I should climb it. And so I signed up to climb Everest and Amadablam. My coach gave me a book about training. And in that book, there's a lady who got a Guinness World Record for skiing across the Alps. Ooh. I just remember thinking like, I could have done that. Like I can suffer. I could get a Guinness world record and my kids would think I'm cool because this homeschool thing, zero coolness, like zero coolness. (laughs) So talking to my coach about this, he's like, I'll think of something. Don't worry. I'm like, okay, fine. But I'm not growing pumpkins or speed eating hot dogs. So whatever. And he called back a few weeks later. He's like, I have the perfect world record for you. I'm like, okay. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He goes, I think you should be the first woman to climb 
the seven second summits. I'm like, I don't even know what the seven second summits are. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, okay, well, let me hear me out. They're the second highest peak on each continent. They're harder than the first seven. So they'll be very respected in the mountaineering community. It's only been done by one male. And if you think about it, seven continents, seven mountains, seven children, it sounds like a jackpot. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm in. I'll try it. Why not? Yeah, that that's awesome. I mean, um, I love that you're going for the harder ones and the not well-known ones. And when we talk about mountaineering, we're talking about are you are you climbing with ropes? Are you climbing with you know um, pitons? Are you belaying or are you just getting up the mountain with a pack and supplies? what what exactly does that mean yeah so different mountains needed different things um so many of the mountains like k2 and mount kenya well k2 has mount like rock climbing features on it mount kenya is a 20 pitch rock climb so that's you're in a harness you're in rock shoes you're climbing on a rope you're blowing each other off that kind of stuff um when i was climbing in antarctica I'm ice climbing. So I have ice axes and all that kind of stuff. The the lowest one is located in Australia. It's called Mount Townsend. And that one is just a backpack, right? Like you're taking a day pack, you're doing it in a day and you're coming back. Mm -hmm. But everything else was a little bit more gear required. Wow, that's great. And um, what would you say was the most challenging of the mountains um, and why? Yeah. Um, I would say K2 and Mount Logan, probably Mount Logan was actually harder than K2. People just know of K2 being hard yeah, because it's more popular than Mount Logan. Mount Logan is located in Canada. It's the second highest peak for North America. So it's like my home base mountain, right? Mm-hmm. We went to it in 2022, did not summit. Uh, the weather was too bad and conditions were too harsh to continue and be safe. So we went back in 2023 um, and luckily summited. So that was amazing. But like when you're climbing Mount Logan, you get dropped off on the glacier with an airplane and you have to build your tent. And then once you build your tent, you build an igloo ice wall so that it blocks the wind. So the wind doesn't rip the tent and then you're without sleeping quarters. So. And then when you climb Mount Logan, there's no trail, right? Like you're just on this huge glacier. So you're following a Garmin device that kind of gives you an idea of where you're supposed to go or some maps. And then you're also like you're testing the ground because you don't know if the ground has a crevasse under it or not. And we did this one on skis because it's such a long um, summit push where every step you take, you're going to go to the left of you with the ski pole to the center and to the right. And you want that ski pole when you're shoving it into the ground to bounce back up because that means the ground's strong enough. And then you take one step forward. Wow. And then you go left, center, right, one step forward, left, <laughs> center, right. And I mean, that's for miles upon miles. Oh, my word. And you're acclimatizing, you're yeah. reading the weather, you're melting snow to rehydrate food. You're doing everything. There's no Sherpas, there's no support, there's no nothing. So that one is just very complex on a number of levels. Yeah. Wow. And um, yeah, it sounds impressive. It sounds, you know, it sounds very disciplined. Like you, again, 
one step, one pole in front of the other, keeping on going. Now, you have a book coming out um, in January, understand? Yeah, yeah. called Quit Proof. I want to get into the mind of somebody who does things like this um, and keeps going and keeps training and keeps showing up at the next uh, second summit. Um, tell me how you keep yourself going internally. Yeah, you know, I think I take each situation and and just enjoy that situation, right? Like try to beat somebody that's having fun. I have fun doing this type of stuff. I mean, it is work at times and it is like, why am I out here in the middle of a snowstorm in the middle of nowhere trying to get water to thaw, right? I mean, like, come on. <laughs> right. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm in a snow fort, like out in the middle of nowhere, like play, <laughs> like playing like a kid in the world. Like I have no, there's nothing I can worry about. There's nothing I can do about anything outside of this little bubble. And there's some beauty and the simplicity of living like that for a little bit of time, right? Mm -hmm. Um and I guess sometimes I understand, like, sometimes the mountain isn't the mountain, right? Like, sometimes you set this goal, and that's not the goal. It, but you don't know it's not the goal until you start the pursuit. And you needed that goal to head down that path to get those lessons and then go a different direction. So I'm very much goal-oriented, but I also am willing to, like, pivot or shift when need be, because some, the circumstance requires something else. So when we're on our own pursuits or setting our own goals, whether on a mountain or not, just enjoying ourselves, like understanding, like this is living, having this experience as part of who I get to be and what I get to learn about myself and how I get to metabolize this and make more possible for myself and others. Yeah. You know, it sounds like you just embrace the moment. I mean, you plan, you have goals, you want to achieve, but once you're there, you're very singular minded about, I'm, I'm reaching the goal, but I'm also letting go of everything, letting go of potentially what could get in my way, potentially what could stop me. Yes, if I realized I was melting ice on a glacier now it, it might not be fun but you embrace it um how do you build yourself up or is it very zen and you're just i'm here i'm being right now yeah you know i think it's a combination of both right like in all of our life it's a combination of this masculine feminine energy or this like push or pursue and then this allowing of what is we need to learn how to balance both of those to be the best that we can be. Um, big goals take big teams. Okay. So the bigger your goal is, the bigger the team is, the bigger the mountain is, the bigger the team needs to be for it to come together. And so when I'm taking on pursuits, I'm making sure I'm surrounding my myself with enough people to make the pursuit possible with the right people that believe in the pursuit, like becoming reality. And People who like lift me up and encourage me, inspire me and challenge me and accept me when I'm at my worst, because I'll tell you what, in some of these mm -hmm. environments mm -hmm. where everything's wrong and all you want is a Kleenex to blow your nose, but you're out of them. <laughs> like it's, it's <laughs> funny what the littlest thing can do that can tip you over. Yeah. Um, and you just need to laugh about it. 
Yeah, it, it sounds great. Surround yourself. We, we are not lone creatures, especially going after those, um, you know, very impressive goals. So, you know, not everybody is, is as positive or driven as you, and you've written this book. There are strategies in this book to achieve, to be successful. Can you share a few of those with us for my listeners? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think one of the things that is, resonates with all of us is waving your flag. So when you climb a mountain, we've all seen photos of people at the top of the mountain with their flags and like, I'm here, I made it. And it's super fun to wave our flags at the top of a mountain because we are showing the world that we overcame all the obstacles in our way and still continued on, right? So that whole pursuit is glorified in the summit of the peak. But like, here's the deal. When we are in the pursuit or we have to turn around and come back to the pursuit, if we wave our flag along that entire path, we signify to the world, here's where I'm at. Here's what I'm trying to do. Here's where I need help and here's how I can help. And then the universe gets to kind of conspire with you and make more things possible. So in the book, I talk about how I climbed K2 and I went there in 2021. I did not summit in 2021. I was on the mountain. A teammate of mine got caught in an avalanche. Unfortunately, he passed away. Another one got injured and one of them got trapped on the mountain for a few hours before they could rescue him. I had the choice to continue up the mountain with another team or come back down. I came back down. The mountain is always going to be there, but my team needed me during this time. And so I came back down. I went back to the United States. I got home. My kids came home a few days after I did because they were at summer camp. And they're like, did you summit? Did you summit? I said, no, I didn't, but I had success. They looked at me a little puzzled. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, I didn't summit but a teammate got injured and I showed up as the person that took care of their team and who we are as people is more important than what we ever achieve. So that's part of the story this year. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, people knew that I didn't summit. People knew that I was gonna be going back. People were kind of following along on the journey. And when it was time to go back in 2022, I became aware of a Pakistani female that was trying to climb her country's prized peak and didn't quite have the gear or the funds to make that possible. So I am here. I have gear up the wazoo. I got to bring it over, help with different aspects of that. I climbed and got to summit K2 in 2022. Mm. And about 30 minutes later, the first Pakistani female stood on top of her country's prized mm. peak and got mm. to wave her flag. And that all became possible because I was waving my flag to the world. Like, here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm doing it. Here's what happened. And now I look back on it. I'm like, did I really fail that first time? Or was it just the universe using me to make more possible later on? And so for those of us that are listening to this story, like think about where you are in your journey. Think about how you're waving your flag. Do people know what you're doing? Do they, people know what you're trying to achieve? Do people understand? Because maybe you failed. Maybe your climb's not over. Maybe there's more to your climb that you don't know yet. Or maybe there's other people that can be a part of that, that when you wave your flag along your journey, I promise you so much more becomes available to all of us. 
Yeah, you know, um, it, it is great because you're taking an instant and you're using, I don't, I didn't want to use failure, but we're using something that wasn't achieved. A setback, right. Yeah, a setback. A, 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 I love right. that. Right. To do much more positive in the future when you were going to come back. So it is, it's using, hey, what do I need to do? Not the right time. I'm going to plan for the right time. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I didn't know that this other opportunity was going to come up until like weeks before I went back. Yeah. So we can't understand how all these dots connect until we look backwards and we can see them from a further distance. So if it's not making sense in your life yet, like there's more things that are coming. Like I'm confident of that. Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing lots of confidence now. Not everybody, Jen, I, I, I know you hard to hear this, but some people don't have that confidence. Some people have self doubts and they need to work, you know, some of through some of those self doubts. What would you recommend uh, say to those people to build their confidence. I hear waving their flag along the journey, but even to get started on the journey, what would yeah. you say to them? I think you need to build momentum, right? You need to build momentum with yourself. So you do little things like, hey, I'm going to work out today. And then you work out. Hey, I'm going to eat healthy this meal. And then you eat healthy this meal. Hey, I'm going to like, you do things to yourself that builds confidence in yourself. He's like, Hey, I said I was going to do that. And I did that. That feels good. And you keep building up that momentum as your confidence grows. And then when you're stepping into things that you haven't done before, and this happened for me on Everest, I hadn't climbed Everest before. Like my mind was telling me that Everest was going to be way harder than what Everest ever ended up being. And the fun thing about climbing Everest is that you have this 8,000 meter suit that you put on. So this like huge snowman, you look like the Michelin mushroom. <laughs> like, I mean, like just a total, like, yeah, I mean, it's, you're all puffy. Right. And so marshmallow man. And when you put on that suit, it's almost like that suit is your superpower. And you're like, okay, mm -hmm. well I'm putting on my ever suit and here's my superpower. And so when you're trying to do things that you haven't done, think of the avatar, Think of the person that would do that easily or do that well, or has done that well. Mm -hmm. And what can you embody yourself? Or can you pretend it's in a hat or a sock or a suit or something like that? And then have those superpowers when you wear them. I know it sounds childish, but I tell you what, life's a lot more fun from the lens of a child than yeah. it is from a grumpy old adult that says I can't. And that can help you borrow courage and strength and things from others until you embody it yourself. That's great. I, I, you know, all these tips and tricks really do help us get there. It may not seem real, you know, what is my superpower? But they, they do help your mindset. They do help you to think about being of this strong person walking step-by-step step in the suit and, it's like whatever helps that is going to get you there. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So I'm, I'm curious, are you going to be bringing any of your seven teammates, your kids, uh, somebody with you anytime soon? 
I am. I am. I'm going to take my three oldest. We are headed to Africa in February. They have a win they have a winter break then. And we're going to go do one of the climbs that I did together and then help out at a charity over there. So we're super excited about that experience. Yeah, that's that's great. And they they are psyched in their training now. Is that right? We're going to start training. I mean, they're doing fall sports for school. So they yeah. have some um, conditioning going on right now. But when those die down, then we're going to do some indoor gym training together and getting ready and making sure everybody knows how to do all the things. Um, they're pretty excited. They're the ones that came to me with the idea. And I'm like, let's do oh, it. Wow. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and a great bonding experience. Oh, as for well. sure. Definitely. Yeah. Now for you alone, what is next? What's on the horizon? Yeah. So I have this book, right? Which is more than just writing the book. Now I have to get the book into people's hands. I'm doing a lot of speaking engagements, which I love so much. And then doing a little bit of coaching here and there. And some, I take different executives out on hikes and we do some just time away from the office and brainstorming and things to pull away and think about and get out in wilderness a little bit. So I'm excited about those things right now. We'll see. I have a few other callings that have been knocking on my door. I'm just hesitant to jump into any of them yet because I know when I do, I do full heart mm. and I want to recover a little bit. This last pursuit took two and a half years. Goodness. So I'm just going to give myself a little bit of time before I say, let's jump on the next one. Yeah. And and that's smart. You're balancing, you're knowing that you want to focus on one event at a time yep. and getting your book out is, is exciting. What a great... What a great achievement as well. And that is qual called Quit Proof, coming out in January. Where can people find this book? Yeah, yeah. So head to my website, so jendrummond.com. And then there's a link to Amazon. If you buy it in pre-sales, which is now until January 9, we give out a whole bunch of fun freebies and some of the stories that aren't in the book that are expedition fun. And then... Um, you can find all my social channels there as well. So anything that, depending what social channel you like, you can follow us there and connect and please reach out. I love connecting with people. So I'd love to hear from all of you. Great. Sounds like you're set up. Before we go, what's one last words of inspiration you would like to tell my listeners? Yes. So this is from my accident. This is my big realization. I do not get to choose when I die but I sure get to choose how I live. And so all I'm asking you to do today is reflect on your lives and see what choices you're making and see if there's any choice, even if it's just one tiny one that you can do that shows more love for yourself, do that today. Great, that's beautiful, Jen. Well, I wanna thank you so much for spending the time talking about who you are, how you achieve, and what you've achieved. That is so impressive. Thank you so very much. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate everybody. Great. Yeah. Take care. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. 
It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com.